Welcome to the Tea with Martha, where we spill the tea on the untold truths and real struggles of entrepreneurship. I'm Martha Pachow, a fellow business owner who's learned the ins and outs of business the hard way. Get ready for unfiltered discussions on the highs, lows, and messy realities of entrepreneurship. It's time to spill the tea and vent it out with us. Hey friends. So I was thinking I really wanted to share a little bit about um, a little bit more about me and getting into really thinking about all the layers and the the years and the, you know, challenges that I've overcome. I thought I'd start off with kind of the biggest, meatiest, uh, pivotal point in my life, which was when I had thought I had arrived to some sort of, I wouldn't say success, but I had kind of a big goal that I had set for myself and had accomplished it. And when that fell through, coupled with going through a divorce, I think that was one of the hardest times in my life because I was feeling so defeated, alone. Uh, You know, you kind of get to this place where you're super desperate and, um, you know, in hindsight, looking at that time, it was such a, an experience and a learning curve. So when I think back at the challenges, so for example, I was, I mean, if we go back, I think it was like 2011, I want to say, and I had, I knew that my marriage wasn't, wasn't where I wanted it to be. I knew that I really wanted to make a change. And as hard as that was, you know, growing up in a, uh, a family of believers and really, you know, divorce really wasn't an option. It's like you work it through and that's it, you know? And so I had done that. I mean, I, I little bit about background, background story is I got married at 20 and I thought I was marrying for all the right reasons, right? I was doing the right thing. And, you know, we both, we both were in agreement in terms of we love God and we wanted to serve our church and we really wanted to build a family together, but, you know, we, we were, we had a long distance relationship. And so there was a lot of things that I didn't know, you know, I, in hindsight, I realized I didn't know who I was marrying. And so, and then there was some red flags that I, I think at the time, you know, you fall in love and you just don't see them until later. I'm sure, I'm sure you have been there and done that maybe. And, uh, so I get married and we moved to Arizona. I was in, I was living in California at the time with my parents going to junior college. And my goal was to get my teaching degree. So we moved to, to Phoenix so that I could go to ASU and started our life here. And so I was married for eight years. I had two beautiful children. I graduated college and as soon as I graduated college, within a year, we had our first baby. 
because that's what I wanted. I just wanted to be a teacher and a mom and have the white picket fence and the dog barking, you know, in the front yard, running around and, you know, just that whole kind of dream. And we had a lot, many struggles. And so there was a lot of emotional abuse and, and, uh, what manipulation and things that just didn't settle well with me. And I through a lot of hardship there. And so when I made the decision that despite all the counseling and despite all our trials for uh, repairing, that I couldn't raise my children in an environment where I was so miserable and unhappy and there is no respect. And so with that comes a lot of opposition. If you've ever been in a situation where you know something isn't right, and maybe the people around you don't see it. And so you're kind of on a silo. You're all on your own being your best advocate. And it felt really bad. I felt really, I felt guilty. I felt like I was letting everyone down, but I knew I needed to do this. So I did it. And with that came this letting go of maybe some dreams and some aspirations. And so at the time I had already been a childcare provider out of my home for five years. I had found a level of success. I had children, I had a couple helpers. And so I was able to provide very well for my children, for my family. And, but come going through divorce meant I had to let go of that house that we had purchased where I had an operating uh, preschool program. And so I remember asking my brother for help and asking him if he could buy a house. This was the time when you can buy houses for around $80,000. And so we, we together, we purchased this home. I worked on it on weekends and evenings. And I really put blood, sweat and tears and what little extra money we had. I, I you know, I, 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 had worked on fixing it because it had been abandoned for many years. So it was definitely a fixer upper. And then we go through this divorce. And so I knew I needed to, to kind of set that up because my children were little. I didn't want to go back to work and have to leave them. And so I had done all the things. I mean, I had asked for help. I had put, I had rolled my sleeves up and, you know, put some elbow grease and, got to work and I mean I painted I did landscaping I did things that I I didn't even know I I I had the ability to do things YouTube University and um then I go through this I'm going through this really hard divorce and my neighbor starts complaining so this house that I had thought was going to be this saving grace that all my dreams were going to come true because now I'm going to be on my own I'm going to have this house that I can still provide my, my students and my families and in my care, some stability and some, you know, and, and early education and everything was going to be fine in the world. Well, that comes crumbling down. So the state didn't allow us to continue there because our neighbor didn't like us there. And so it was, it was a time where now I was left with, I'm a single mom. 
I'm only trying to do good by, by my family. I'm not doing anything illegal or I'm not doing anything that's harming anyone. Why would this woman come against me? Like why, what, why I I didn't understand. And it was so hard for me. And so there was a season, there was that season of everything that I was trying, everything that I was doing felt like nothing was working. And I had to go through these, all these iterations of myself. So I picked myself up. Uh, we move across town. I rent a little apartment and I had to get on food stamps because at that point kind of, I had given up on all the things I needed. I, I thought I wanted and I start selling things on Craigslist and to support my two kids and I. And I remember just crying, you know, it felt defeating. It felt painful. It felt like nothing I could do could, could, could go right. Like it just, you know, when you're down and out. And so I couldn't find a a teaching job because now it was mid-year. I didn't want to get a substitute job because I needed I needed stability. I needed security. And so I continued to sell things on Craigslist. And I remember thinking like, is this what my life has come to? Like, how am I ever going to get out of this hole? Um, at this time, you know, when a controlling person loses control, they start unraveling. And so things were getting even scarier. I was trying to get in order of protection. I had two judges deny me. Granted, I didn't have an attorney, so I would fill out the paperwork myself. And I was finally given a chance. I was sent to Fresh Start. Shout out to Fresh Start. (laughs) And then they sent me to the Phoenix Family Services. And so they were able to to support me when I told them my story and kind of all, all the things I was going through. They They connected me with uh, therapy. So I was given a whole year of therapy where when I went through it, it was the first time that I had been validated and my pain had been acknowledged and labeled as, as a thing. And they, they were able to get me an order of protection. So they, they connected me with the, with, with directly with the judge. And I just basically told them my story and all of a sudden things started after what felt like few years of struggling and just hitting these brick walls, things started to change and shift. And it wasn't until then when I really started doing that internal work, when I started going to therapy and getting the help I needed, um, that thing started shifting, you know, and I met my now husband and we started dating and he was just so patient and kind with me that it, it made me feel like a human again. And I I was seen and accepted. And through that season, that's when I got the call from what is now our first facility and that owner, that seller I had met years prior to this. So before I bought 
that one house that I thought was going to be my, my forever business. And it was, I was going to be my big break in business. I had uh, stumbled upon this, this deal and he was a commercial investor and owned many buildings. And he had acquired this particular building that uh, came with the business. So he bought the building, he bought the, the business, which was a childcare center, daycare center. And he, you know, he had to put somebody in place, but he didn't really know the business itself. So when he had tried to sell it years ago, he wanted a lot more money than it was worth and that I could afford at the time. And so, but I had established a relationship with him because I met him a couple times. I had given him a slide deck of my ideas and why he should sell it to me and what I was going to do. And so fast forward about two, maybe a little over two years, he contacts me and says, Hey, I remember you from, you know, such and such date and you stood out to me and I really just need to get rid of this business. Um, can you, you know, well, I, I'll cut you a deal. Just take it off my hands. <laughs> and I remember thinking, um, you're a day late and a dollar short, buddy, because I can barely, I barely have two, two pennies to rub together. There's absolutely no way I can cut you a deal, quote unquote. And so after much deliberation and many meanings, we were able to figure out a, a deal and my husband, now my husband, at the time we were dating, he, when I shared with him, he was like, you know, we should do this. Like, I don't mind to do this with you. And inside of me, I was, I was scared because I thought, what if we don't work out? Now we're in business together. Right. And so we went for it. I thought to myself, I have literally nothing to do, lose, nothing. And I have all these dreams and I have all these aspirations and I know that I love children and I have a passion for education and I I know I could I could do something great. I just need someone to give me a chance. And so we made the decision and we pulled the trigger and that was the beginning of, you know, this amazing and rocky story because as as you know, if you're a business owner, it doesn't go ever the way we think or we plan. But I just want to encourage you today that just when you think things can't go any worse and then they do, if you're in that season, and that was not my only time that I felt that way, by the way, I've, I've been there many times. Um, I just want to encourage you to keep going. I want to encourage you to find the help. I want to encourage you to believe in yourself because I remember feeling super defeated but at the same time I felt this burst of energy this burst of enthusiasm like I was gonna conquer the world I know it's so silly but that's how I felt and I'll save the story of the first and the second and then the third and now we have six locations I'll save that for for another episode but the, the moral of this story is that is that in the hardest times and in the times where every, where maybe you feel, maybe it's not even real, but maybe you feel like you're being judged or you feel like, why is everything and everyone against me? Why can't anything go my way? Why can't, why can't I just catch a break? 
Why, 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 right? The only left, the only thing left to do is to push through, to get yourself back up and to fight, to fight like, like there's no tomorrow, to fight like this is, this is the ultimate fight. Because if you don't, no one is coming to help you. If you don't believe in yourself first, I'm sorry, but no one else will. And I know that's maybe seems a little harsh, but it's so true. And asking for help, knocking on doors is okay. And I think it's the biggest mistake we make is we stay on this island. We, we, we shelter ourselves maybe for fear of shame, fear of judgment, but I think that's where the power is. When we put our ego aside, when we put our these labels aside and we just surrender and we say, hey, I need help, that is where the big break is. So I hope this encouraged you and I hope that you find a little bit of inspiration if you're in that season of, of hard and of stuck and of yuck keep going. I'm reading for you. And I believe in you because we all have greatness. God created us with greatness and you have greatness in you. And diamonds are created. Beautiful diamonds are created out of pressure. So this pressure is only to polish you and bring the shine out of you. Thank you for joining me on another episode. If you enjoyed today's tea, make sure to follow, rate, and leave a review. Stay connected with us on social media at The Tea with Martha for updates and behind-the-scenes moments. Remember, every woman's story is a sip of inspiration, and together we're brewing success. This is Martha signing off. Cheers! Cheers!